Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have several callers on hold already who've called in to join us to ask their questions this week. And I had some really terrific questions submitted online as well. So I'll get to as many of those as I can. And, um, and we'll see. They've, they've been really, really interesting this week. And I think you'll, you'll find them informative and also, um, probably interesting too, as I did. So we'll go ahead and get started. And I believe our first caller is, um, is Allison. And let me, See if Allison's ready. Hi, Allison, are you there? Hi, Julie. Yes, I am. Thank you. Hi there. How are you, girl? I'm great. Overall, sure. super duper. Great. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Palm Desert out in the very hot desert of Southern California. <laughs> okay, right near Palm Springs. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Terrific. So, um, well, what's going on out there? Are you chasing lizards? Well, what have you been doing for oh, fun yeah. in this hot weather? <laughs> <laughs> I stay inside. <laughs> yeah. Um, like God made your conditioning, right? It, it, oh, they, and it works so well. Yeah. <laughs> so my question um, is about a long-time issue of hearing. Okay. And And recently... I've become aware, well, I've always known I've been, I've had issues with balance, uh-huh. but the other day it kind of came to me, the inspiration that the hearing and the balance may somehow be tied together. I've got an appointment in a couple of weeks for a hearing test, but now I'm kind of thinking maybe there's a bigger picture. Okay. So I'm, I'm curious, um, I can... I, I tell people, I can hear you. I can understand you. Mm. Um, I can hear the phone ring three rooms away, but you can be standing right next to me and speak to me, and I can't really understand everything you're saying. And, and particularly with people who love to whisper, um, they, they do, and I think unconsciously, but they they're telling me something important in a very low voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and and people who mumble. Mm-hmm. But not everybody I know mumbles, but I'm having a really hard time hearing almost everybody. So it's not just when you have background noise, which I know is an issue for a no. lot of people with hearing. Yours, mm-hmm. is, yours is almost like the tone. I'm, I'm 
if I'm understanding properly, or the pitch or the cadence of mm-hmm. how quickly somebody speaks. So it's almost as if you need to fine-tune the, the dashboard in your head <laughs> that affects your I hearing. I would love to do that, yeah. <laughs> like how, how you, you see those pictures of somebody in a studio and they've got that big mixer board in front of yep. them with all those knobs and dials and stuff. All right, okay. Well, mm-hmm. Allison, let me get you on my radar and let's okay. see what see if I can figure out, let's see if we can figure out what's going on and then okay. we'll take it from there. And... For those of you who are first-time listeners, what that means is, when I say I'm going to get Allison on my radar, is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. And we are all spirits in a human body, having a human experience. And when our spirit's in our body, we vibrate at a slower rate simply because our bodies have mass. And when we go into non-physical and we go to heaven when we die we vibrate at a much faster rate. And that's how spirits communicate with each other. They're at a really high frequency, if you will. And so what I do is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. And then I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to watch a laser beam in my head, like in my mind's eye, if you will. I'm going to watch that go from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to go out and hook into you in the desert, Allison. And then I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head and it's like I'm going to be looking at a at a x-ray or a CT scan or something along mm-hmm. those lines. So, that's what we're getting ready to do here. Okay, it takes me just a nanosecond to raise my vibrational level to get to you. By the way, I don't do I do this I turn it on and off at will. Allison, I don't walk around mm-hmm. scanning people. Because I don't think it's okay. ethical, first of all. I think that would be unethical. <laughs> Second of all, I don't really think it's any of my darn business. And thirdly, I don't really want to know. Right. So if I'm in a crowd of people and I'm getting all this information on the whole crowd, that would be obnoxious. Yeah, overload. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so here we go. Laser beams heading into you, got you, shooting energy through you. Okay, your right ear is where the energy went first. Um, are you finding that it's... Mm-hmm worse in one ear versus the other? I've always thought it was the right ear. Okay. All right. But now I'm not I'm not so sure it's not both. Okay. The energy is always going to go to where the most pressing issue is, and mm-hmm. I've just learned to trust it over almost mm-hmm. 25 years doing this. So what I'm looking is, and I know you've been to an ENT, right, probably multiple times. I don't think I have. I'm not a real big go-to-the-doctor person. Okay. What I'm seeing is some kind of a little growth in your ear, and it's affecting the Mm. reverberation of your eardrum. So what Mm. I'm watching happen is I'm watching it get removed, and it's being lasered out. It looks just like a little growth. You know, if you do, you know what a skin tag looks like. Uh huh. Sure. It kind of looks like a skin tag in there. It's a little bit of a growth. It's near your eardrum, and it's affecting how the eardrum can vibrate. And that's how we hear sounds, is how the eardrum vibrates. So what I'm watching happen is I'm watching this little nodule, I'll call it for lack of a better word. It's benign. It's pink tissue. There's nothing scary looking about it it's just you're mm-hmm. you were really good at growing something in your ear and so you're good at growing things right so yeah. 
that's been taken out. All right. Now that now where it was removed, it was it kind of looked like it had it was on a little bit of a stem, and then and then it was kind of a roundish looking growth. So the area where it was cut off of your ear, the inside of your ear canal, has um, been lasered just to seal where it attached mm-hmm. to your ear skin. Okay, all right. I'm shooting energy through you again. Okay, my suggestion is go see an ENT and let them look at you. Sometimes when I watch these healings occur, Allison, it will correct the problem on its own with the energetic Mm -hmm. healing that just happened, which that's what that was when Mm -hmm. I said it got cut out and then that tissue was lasered. Um, Sometimes it it... shows up on x-rays and CT scans. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I can see stuff in my mind's eye before it shows up, and then it shows up later. And the person will call hmm. me and say, you know, that that area you were telling me about, yeah, it didn't show up when you were telling me about it, but now it's shown up a couple of months later. So I think it's worth your investigating because I think that's what's going on. And, um, you know, just, just get it cleared. If there They're is something and- there... So I go in and I actually say, hey, can you look for this thing? Um, is that what I would do? And you can. Just let them go in and then ask a question later and yeah. say, by the yeah. way. <laughs> well, I think you go in and you let them do what they know how to do. And they're going to give okay. you hearing tests and they're going to give you an exam and they're going to look in your ear and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I just think it would be prudent and in your best interest mm-hmm. to go see sure. an ENT who okay. specializes in hearing issues because some okay. ENTs really focus on sinus issues and other ENTs focus on hearing or, um, you know, head and neck kind of a stuff. So I would find one right. and cer- certainly in the desert with the elderly popula- population yeah. out there, there's going to be mm-hmm. tons of them. And oh, yeah. I would, I would make it a point to go see somebody. Oh, thank you. And do you think that that has anything to do with my balance? Absolutely. I've never, I've always had really, I'm afraid of my balance, I guess I should say. You're afraid of not being balanced? Yeah. You know how people jump stones? Yes. It takes me all the guts I've ever had in my life to jump from one stone to the next. I think that that, it's probably related, but I also think that you don't have to be a certain age where your balance starts to go. It, most of us don't have good balance because we sit too much. So mm. what you can do, and I do this every morning when I'm putting my makeup on and doing my hair and stuff. <clears throat> I do it in front of my vanity, and I close my eyes, and I lift one leg for a count of 20. And when I first started doing that, I, I couldn't stand on that one leg to save my soul. <laughs> and after about a week, I started getting used to it. Start it with your eyes open then have mm-hmm. something right there that you can balance yourself on, like my vanity. I know I can put my fingers down and, and my vanity okay. is right there. And then try doing it with your eyes closed. And right, just stand straight, raise your one leg at the knee, you know, bend your knees mm-hmm. so you're, mm-hmm. you're at a, in an L shape, your legs in an L shape. And do that for a count of 20 and then do that, just increase the number of times to two or three times. I just do it in the morning because that's when I remember to do it. Sure. Um, okay. You know, doing, okay. 
I'll tell you when I do it normally is when I'm brushing my teeth. Because when I'm putting my makeup on, I have to keep my eyes open so I can see yeah, what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hope that lipstick on my eyes or yeah, eyeliner yeah. on my nose or so. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, I hope okay. that helps. And um, yeah, yeah go, go see an ENT. Okay, I will do okay. that. Thank you so Thanks much. For Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay, let's go to our next caller, who I believe is Connie. Hi, Connie, are you with us? Yes, I am. Hi there. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Good. Where are you calling from? New Jersey. Okay. What part? Near Philadelphia. Okay. Terrific. Yeah. And what's happening up there? Um, it's stormy and very warm. Very humid. Well, yeah. Summertime. That's what's supposed to be, right? Exactly. That's why you're not very far from the beach. Right. <laughs> the shore. The shore, excuse me. I, I knew better. <laughs> well, what, well, how may I help you? I um, am calling for my daughter. Yeah. Uh, who I was trying to get her receptive to this, and she wasn't. She's still very committed to her doctor. She has a, a mystery illness. And it's been going on for six months. Okay. I'm concerned. Okay. And do you want to give me any details? You want me just to scan her and see what I come up with? No, I I can give you information. Um, She has abdominal pain. Okay. Severe abdominal pain, especially after eating. She feels like something is stuck. Okay. Since February, she's lost 15 pounds. So she weighs about 100 pounds. Wow. Um, she's unable to sleep because of the pain. So she's, to me, she doesn't eat. She only ate white rice for months and bananas. She's malnourished. Huh. And she has night sweats. And now she's depressed. She's on five different medications. And then on Friday, they put her on steroids because her gastroenterologist didn't know what else to do. And... um that's when I got really concerned because the steroids don't seem to be helping her. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's depressed and she says she feels like she's eking away. So she has no energy. She can't sleep and she's not, you know, she can't eat. So. Okay. All right. Connie, what's her name? Her name is Sarah. Okay. And how old is Sarah? She's 29. Okay. And does she live with you? No, she lives with her um, boyfriend. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to hook into you, and through you, I'll connect to Sarah. So I'm going to see a laser beam come up and hook into you, and then I will watch the laser beam hook into your daughter. And then I'm going to ask her psychically, telepathically, if I can have permission to scan her. I'm going to tell her I'm on the phone with you, and you are requesting that I scan her. And if she gives me permission, great. If she doesn't, I won't scan her because it's an ethical thing, as I mentioned to Allison. But the thing that we can do, even if she won't let me scan her, is, um, is we can ask a bunch of questions and see if we can get some answers that way. Okay, so here we go. And I will um, let you know when I've got her. All right, laser beams coming from me here in Sweet Home, Alabama, darling. <laughs> and it is heading, and see, it's the beach down here. It's not the shore, but 
I know. I know when I was growing up, we used to go to the Jersey Shore for vacation. <laughs> and then when I moved to California, it became the beach. And then when I moved to the South, it stayed the beach. So, all right. It's all the same thing. Just different mm-hmm. words. Okay, I've got you. Because I'm babbling here. All right. So, I'm shooting my laser beam from you to her. Okay, Sarah. Sarah, I'm on the phone with your mom. And she wants me to scan you energetically. Would that be okay? No. <laughs> no came out before I even got the question asked to her. So, all right. So, we can let's ask some questions. And in the meantime, what you can do, Connie, is perhaps talk to her. Maybe let her listen to a podcast or two. And, yeah. uh, and then get her permission ahead of time so that okay. we, can, <clears throat> we can do that. But, but let's ask some questions. And when we ask questions to the, the universe, and as my son said when he was little, mommy, ask the spirits and beyond, which I think mm-hmm. is hilarious. I still use that. So let's ask yeah. the spirits and beyond. Um, okay, the more specific we can get on the questions, Connie, the better off we're going to be, the better the answers are going to be. So um, Connie's daughter, Sarah, is suffering from some gastrointestinal issues. What's causing them? Okay, I got a, I got yeast. And mm. it's interesting I'm getting that because I got that when you were explaining what was going on to me. Does she have an overgrowth of candida? Yes. Does she, which see can cause all those symptoms that you've described. Um, has, and the steroids are going to make it worse because mm. the yeast loves steroids and antibiotics and the birth control pill and Advil and all kinds of stuff like that. So um, it, what happens is it kills off some of the bacteria in the gut that keeps the yeast in check. And then mm-hmm. the yeast goes wild and has a party in our mm-hmm. gut. And um, it loves white rice, too. <clears throat> so banana, bananas are okay, but white rice is going to. And so she's just, she's just in constant pain. And she's, I'm, sure, I'm sure if I got her on my radar, I'd see lots of yeast. So what I can suggest in the short run, Connie, two things. First of all, Google Candida, C-A-N-D-I-D-A, D as in David, yeah, I'm not familiar with it, actually. Candida yeah. yeast. Google mm-hmm. that and learn as much as you can. Get her educated on that. And then the other thing I can recommend is get her to see a functional medicine doctor. Mm-hmm. Who Are you familiar with functional medicine docs? Yes. Okay. There, to those of you that are listening that aren't, a, function, a functional medicine physician is going to reverse engineer Sarah's symptoms or any of our symptoms, and they're going to figure out what the cause is and how it affects all these different areas of the body. So what my guess is now, she's going to a GI person. She's probably going to maybe a psychiatrist or a psychologist for the depression. She may be going to a, to a GP, like a general you know, our family medicine person, my guess is. So different specialties all have different remedies, and sometimes they don't go together. And if she's on five different medications, another thing that I'm going to suggest, Connie, is that you you or have her or both of you Google the name of the medicine and the letter N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, T as in Tim after it. So let's say penicillin NNT. Do you know what NNT, NNT. is? Okay. NNT. Yep. NNT stands for the number needed to treat. 
And whenever a pharmaceutical company is trying to get a drug approved by the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA here in the here in the United States, and it's called different things in other countries, they have to do clinical studies. And part of the data that they collect is how many people have to take this medicine in order for it to help one person. Oh, my God. So if the, if the NNT is 300, then that means 300 people have to take this medicine before it's going to help one person. And you need to know what those odds are before you go on medication. doesn't matter if the doctor is recommending it or not. I had a friend recently who... Uh, is being treated for breast cancer. She had radiation and then they had her on some oral chemotherapy meds that were really causing all kinds of awful side effects. And so I told her, I said, look up the NNT for that medicine. And we did. And it was 300. So she went into the doctor and she said, why in heck would you recommend this? And he said, well, it's just standard protocol of how we treat breast cancer. She said, well, that doesn't make any sense. She said, the NNT is 300. And he said, no, it's not. She said, yeah, it is. And he looked it up on his tablet and she said, I'm not taking this anymore. And he said, I agree. And he took her off and she, she just refused. So I think it's really important to do that. The other thing for the depression, which can be a side effect of the yeast and usually goes hand in hand with it. There's another book that you may want to check out and it's called a mind of your own Mm -hmm. by kelly brogan b as in boy r o g as in green a n as in nancy kelly brogan md if you just google kelly brogan md you'll find her site and um she's a, a board certified psychiatrist in manhattan and she's written all kinds of information about antidepressants and the problems they cause so okay. I think you want to educate yourself, and certainly Sarah's going to want to educate herself too. But if she's depressed, you may need to do a lot of the fact-finding for her. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 And then check with her, and if she wants me to scan her, you know, call back in or schedule an individual session on my site at AskJulieRyan.com. And we'll yeah, have I, I had tried to do that. I had asked her. I said I wanted her to schedule with you, and she was yeah. like, I'm not ready. I I need to. Okay. She wants to do the MD thing. So that's fine. But yeah. tell her what I do. It complements the MD thing. Okay. They go hand in hand. It's called complementary medicine. Okay. And lots of nurses and physicians are learning this these protocols because it helps the patients get better. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not meant to take the place of our medicine as we know it. It's intended to help complement it. Okay. okay. I get you. Thank you. Okay. Well, good Thank luck. You. Thank okay. you so much. You bet. Thank Take you. care. Bye-bye. righty. I believe our next caller is Miss Kathy. Hi, Kath. Hey there. How are you? How's Katie, Cat? Katie the cat. Well, right now I have a very high on drugs cat. <laughs> She's so glazed <laughs> oh, over. I don't remember her looking like this when she had her teeth, tooth surgery the last time. She's oh, really no. glazed over. Um, but she, I just picked her up. Like, we just got home, like, half an hour before the call. So, okay, good. Well, please tell everybody where you're calling from, and please give everybody a brief, you know, synopsis of what Katie the Cat, our show's mascot, went through today. <laughs> okay. I am calling from Clarksville, Ohio, and um, my cat, Katie, has, uh, she's 13, and she has some 
issues with her teeth, um, where the her body's basically kind of attacking her teeth. And the vet did surgery twice before. This is the third tooth surgery in 18 months. Wow. Um, Katie's looking at me like, yeah, you tell it. Tell me about it. <laughs> She's just looking at me like, Mama, why do we have to keep doing this? Um, so anyway, when they the vet got in there, he found out that it was actually a little worse than he thought. She's got one of those res- what's called a resorptive lesion where the tooth um, goes down into the jawbone, attaches to the jawbone, and it's very painful. So, um, hmm. so he he, you know, took took that stuff out and took the some more teeth out, and so I think you know she's been doing pretty well overall. Um, and of course, right now she feels good because she's high. Um, so I'm trying to. They're like keep her from jumping on things. I'm like, you don't know my cat. I cannot control this cat. So she's like, so do you, you know, jumping off things. Do you want me to scan her real fast and see what's going on, yeah. or did you have a question yeah. that was no? Separated? I was going to ask you to. I was going to ask you to scan her and see, see tooth wise if she looks. <laughs> I'm pretty. You know, I mean, there's only so many teeth left, but I'm hoping that we got them this time. For yeah, I can, I can see the sockets where they took them out. She's got some in the far back still. I can see on the bottom, um, the, like. The, I would, the, that need to come out or? No, 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 that are still there. They look like yeah. molars, what I yeah. would call a yeah. molar. Okay. Yeah, her little spirit's kind of hanging on to the top of her head, which is what I see with pets and with humans um, when they're under anesthesia. And and uh, it looks like a bubble that's in a cartoon caption where the words would be. So um, I'm getting she'll make a full recovery, Kathy, and she's going to be fine. And I don't think she's going to need any more teeth removed. At this moment oh, in time, I'm not getting that. Oh, good! Yay! That's wonderful news. She, yeah, she's rubbing her. She's rubbing her face on the phone right now. Say hi. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, well, will you be safe? And well, you're home already. Yes. Yeah. We're, yeah okay, we're you're not driving. Okay, good. Nope. All right. Well, good luck. I hope she has a good night, and I hope she no, heals thanks. fast. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Julie. Take care. Bye now. Bye. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Okay. We do the show every Thursday night, everybody, and it's recorded at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. Now, there are several places where you can find this information. The first one is on my website, which is AskJulieRyan.com. 
And if you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see it. And then the second place is wherever you download podcasts on the show notes, which is the description of the show, this call and information is up there in the show notes for every show. So just look on your phone or on your tablet and you'll be able to see it there. And then the third place is I send a blog out every Thursday morning and in the body of the email is this call and information too. And the blog is a question that somebody has submitted online, and um, and then I answer their question. And so you can read that. It takes it'll take less than a minute to read it in most instances. I try and pick out ones that are really interesting, which most of them are really interesting that I get, which makes it kind of fun. So check that out. Also, when you're on my website, sign up for my blog. You'll see a little button and uh, you can schedule an appointment too while you're there. And then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want to talk about. I tell people I'm a buffet of psychicness. We can talk about your dead loved ones. We can or talk to them or with them. We can, I can scan you. I can scan your pet like you just heard with Katie the cat. I can do a past life regression um, scan. Uh, what else? We can do lots of things. So it makes it really fun. And we can talk about one or all of those things during the hour. It's whatever you want to talk about. Speaking of questions that have been submitted online, here's one that was submitted by Nathalie, N-A-T-H-A-L-Y, so I'm pronouncing it Nathalie from Montclair, California, and she said, Hi, Julie. My mom's been very ill lately. She became sick 18 years ago after the birth of my youngest sister, which was very traumatic. She nearly died after childbirth because she was retaining fluids. She even went blind temporarily from the high blood pressure. Since my sister's birth, she gets pain and inflammation in her joints, and they hop from one joint to another. It seems to be triggered by foods containing citrus, acidic fruits, and folic acid like oranges, strawberries, beans, etc., she used to be bedridden by the pain all the time, but now she's bedridden only so very, only every so often. She has severe anemia to the point where doctors have recommended blood transfusions. She gets chills and vertigo. It seems like her kidneys aren't working well and she has circulation problems. Her feet and hands often fall asleep. The whole right side of her abdomen hurts and is inflamed. Can you please scan her if there's any way you could help? That would be amazing. So that's a lot of different systems, uh, symptoms there, Miss Natalie. Um, goodness, I, I can understand why she's perplexed and her doctors are probably perplexed as well. So here's my answer. Hi, Natalie. In order to help your mom, I first connected to you and threw you to her. Initially, I saw, and I put that in quotes, and I put in parentheses in my mind's eye, that her whole body was inflamed. After applying anti-inflammatory energy to your mom, I could see what looked like a bunch of tiny bugs in her system. This is what I normally see when someone has Lyme disease. The bugs look like little ticks. Now, inflammation looks like red, dry fog to me. Anti-inflammation energy is kind of a royal blue color. And so when somebody's inflamed and I get them on my radar, I'll apply this anti-inflammatory energy so I can see what's behind the inflammation. 
if that makes sense. So imagine if you have a picture and then you've got this red fog in front of the picture. Well, in order to see the picture, you've got to remove the fog. So that's what I did with Natalie's mom. I went on to say, after energetically blasting, in parentheses, killing the little bugs and removing them, I administered a healthy dose of what ended up being glutathione energy to your mom's body and saw her tissues return to a normal, healthy pink state. So that would be a healing that occurred. Glutathione is a powerful antioxidant that provides detoxification and immune support. I believe your mother has a form of the Epstein-Barr virus that is oftentimes mistakenly diagnosed as Lyme disease. They both have similar symptoms, all of what what she uh, described, the symptoms of her mom, those are all Lyme disease symptoms. In particular, I believe your mom has what's known as post-treatment Lyme disease syndrome. And there's an acronym for it. It's PTLDS. And then I went on to say, interestingly enough, in a New York Times article, Adriana Marquez, MD, Chief of the Clinical Studies Unit at the National Institute for Allergy Infectious Disease and Infectious Diseases said, quote, some people with PTLDS symptoms apparently never had Lyme disease in the first place. There are other infectious organisms, the Epstein-Barr virus, for example, that can produce similar symptoms and may be the real culprits, end quote. I believe your mom has fits this description. So here are my recommendations. Number one, educate yourself and your mom on PTLDS. Google Adriana Marquez, and that's spelled M-A-R-Q-U-E-S-M-D, and read the info posted there. It's a substantial amount of information. Number two, find a functional medicine doctor in your area who can help your mom eradicate the cause of her symptoms, not just treat those symptoms. Go to the Institute for Functional Medicine website at functionalmedicine.org and put in your zip code. A list of physicians in your area will appear. Choose one and go see them. And if you want, pick two or three doctors in your area that you think look interesting. Email me those names and I'll do a scan on them and see if one is better than the other and, and rank them for you. I do that all the time for people. I went back to say number three, get your mom to start taking glutathione supplements. Go to bulletproof.com and enter glutathione in the search box. And then number four, go to bulletproof.com slash diet and download the free food chart. Have your mom eat, eat what's on it. Tell her to remember that food is medicine. Bottom line, I believe armed with some education and assistance from a functional medicine doctor, your mom can and will completely heal from all of her ailments. I wish you and her all the best. Thanks for your question. Okay, a couple of points on this. This was really interesting to me because when I see those little ticks, it's like I'm looking at a picture of her mom's body and there's all these teeny little ticks everywhere, these little bugs with four legs. And I'm thinking, holy moly, she's got Lyme disease because that's what I see with somebody that has Lyme disease. But then when I ask, does she have Lyme disease? I got to know. And I got, she has, an, she has a strain of Epstein-Barr. Epstein-Barr, by the way, has lots of strains and mono that a lot of us had as kids or when we were in college, which is known as the kissing disease, by the way. It's really contagious. Um, that's a strain of Epstein-Barr. 
So when I saw these little ticks and I got that she didn't have Lyme's, but but that she has Epstein-Barr, I Googled that and found out that Epstein-Barr and Lyme have the same symptoms. So that made sense to me. And then the other thing that was interesting to me was the glutathione because normally Lyme disease, from what I know, is treated with massive doses of IV antibiotics over a long period of time, usually over several months to try and get rid of the Lyme disease. And the treatment is not that successful, but that's just standard protocol, what most doctors are doing these days to treat Lyme disease. So I Googled glutathione and um, Epstein-Barr, and what I found out was when there's low glutathione levels or a depletion of glutathione in the system, it reactivates the Epstein-Barr virus. So what I think is happening with Natalie's mom is she probably had Epstein-Barr, the virus, it was laying dormant in her system. And when she had the baby, for whatever reason, her glutathione levels probably were dramatically decreased over time. And then this came back and nobody's thought to give her glutathione. So I think a functional medicine doc's really going to be able to help you because, and I would bring all this stuff up to them, you know, the glutathione depletion and the, the, um, PTLDS as well. And that's kind of what I, what I do. I feel like a secret agent when I get something that um, I'm scanning somebody about and I, I get this, these really random things. Uh, not too long ago, I was scanning somebody and, and they said at the end of our conversation, it was a private consult, they said, well, my daughter has lice and we used, I think she was six, I think she was in first grade, and she said, we used this medicine that you can only use once, but they keep getting reinfected and I don't know what to do with her. So I scanned her daughter and I got to rinse her hair daily in apple cider vinegar. And I thought, well, that's random. So I Googled it and guess what? Apple cider vinegar is a treatment for head lice. It's like an old grandma recipe of how to treat head lice. And it's non-toxic. It doesn't hurt the skin. It doesn't hurt the hair, but it kills the lice. So that's why a lot of times I'll just get information when I'm scanning somebody and it won't necessarily make sense to me. But once I do some research, then it all comes into, into play and into sight. And that's what happened with Natalie's mom. So Natalie, I hope that information helps. Okay, let's go to the next caller, and I believe it's Patrice. Hi there. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you this evening? I'm doing great, thank you. Terrific. Excited Tell to everybody be here. where you're calling from. I'm calling from Stewart, Florida. I have a New Jersey number, but I left New Jersey about 10 years ago and okay. um, came down to the, it's kind of near West Palm Beach. So right. I was introduced to you on the radio show on Saturday. Janine said she had an amazing session with you the other day, oh, and then good. she suggested I call in. Terrific. Well, good. I'm delighted to talk with you. I was a guest on a, a show called Calling All Angels. That's what Patrice is referring to. And they were so gracious, um, the hosts, Michael and Janine, and they had me on to talk about my new book, Angelic Attendance. And um, by the way, you all can get that. Just go to AskJulieRyan.com and there's a link there. And um, and 
please read it. And it's, it's about what happens as we transition from this life into the next. But it also has information in about what happens in surgery and how I came to be able to learn all of these skills that I use to, to do my medical intuitive and woo-woo stuff. <laughs> I call it woo-woo. And um, so I've had really great comments from people who've read it. And I, I want you to know it's really uplifting and it's heartwarming. And some of the stories are amazing. And they're also really informative, too. So I, I hope you go check that out. AskJulieRyan.com. Go check out Angelic Attendance. And tell your friends. So, well, Patrice, did you have a question for me? Or actually, you submitted a question online, and I answered it in preparation for tonight's show. Do you want to do that, or do you have something else? I actually have something else. Okay. So um, I, I live alone. I moved to Florida like 10 years ago um, to embark on a career that pretty much fell through the cracks, you know, doing different types of jobs and whatnot. My life does not even closely resemble what it was like in New Jersey but I left behind so much family and friends and, you know, I'm still single, but like, I never feel alone. I, I have a uh, abnormally high number of um, departed loved ones since I was a child. So I've always been very aware of uh, death and how, you know, uh, fragile life is. But I always feel um, surrounded, you know, with a bunch of, you know, people guarding, guarding me. And mm-hmm. I get signs, I get, I get like numbers that come out at times, you know, of, of whether it's birthdays or just, you know, triple digits that are all the same. And I was just wondering, is there any way that you can tell me who's like leading the pack of these angels? Is it someone that I, that I love that's gone? Is it just a guardian angel that we all can reach out to? You know, and I know there's more than one. Mm-hmm. Do you I had, see I had, them or you I, just feel them or all the above? I feel them. I feel like sometimes I just get goosebumps. So the other day, uh, just two days ago, I was telling Janine this. I was driving on the interstate, you know, keeping up with traffic. We were all going fast. A pickup truck in front of me had two ladders in the back, which I could not see. And they obviously didn't have them tied down. They were coming directly at me as they were flipping out of the back of the truck and like all the time slowed down. And if everybody wasn't really paying attention and we know about distracted driving, I should have had that ladder through my windshield, through my head, and my life should have been over. It, it was like almost a miracle. Well, it was a miracle the way I was able to react and get the driver next to me, who was a big tractor trailer. He did exactly what he needed to do. But I felt like I've even had like near-death experiences where I don't even know how I get out of these situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was just curious if you could do a scan or sure. how you could try sure. to shed some light on this. Yeah, sure. Okay. So what I'm going to do is my laser beam is going to come down to you in Florida. So you left the shore and moved to the beach for <laughs> <per> our conversation <laughs> earlier. <laughs> sort of, yeah. From, if you left from New Jersey and went to Florida, I know they call I it I actually the beach left a Florida. lake to go to the beach, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, okay, so laser beams in Florida, and it's so funny because my laser beam goes directionally. So when I was hooking in to Allison in the desert in California, you know, it was going to the west, going to the left of me, heading west. When I was talking with Connie up in, up in New Jersey, it was going northeast from Alabama. And for you, it's going behind me because so, you're, you're southeast of me. So, okay, got, oh, yeah, you've got crowds of people around you. You've got lots and lots of people. Your guardian angel is there. You've got a bunch of spirit guides. 
that are around you in a semicircle, actually there are nine of them, and they all look like a version of Father Time to me. They look like old men with white hair and white long white hair, long white beards in, a, in long white robes. And if you can picture uh, Dumbledore from the Harry Potter movies, did you see any of the Harry Potter movies or, or Gandalf from the um, Lord of the Rings movies? Okay, they, not really. Okay, well, if you Google those and Google images, you'll see them. And um, that's how spirit guides appear to me until I talk with them one-on-one. And then they morph into what they look like in the lifetime that correlates with what they're advising you about in this lifetime. So, yeah, you have, you have lots and lots and lots of um, deceased family and friends and loved ones. And interestingly enough, Patrice, they're not – they're in – many different centuries dress. Wow. So when I see a spirit, they're going to show me what they looked like. For instance, a spirit guide, like I just mentioned, you know, in the period of dress that they wore. But, but these um, deceased loved ones and friends that are around you are from many different uh, eras, if you will. You've got cavemen looking people. You've got people... Um, that look like they lived in BC time, you know, Greek, I would say Egyptian, um, Roman soldier era, um, Victorian era. You've got people from all over the world. You've got, uh, it looks like Amazonian people and, and, uh, people from the far East and people that look like Eskimos. So there, there's just tons of them. And we all do. We all do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, do you that, see any animals? Yes, I do. Lots. Any, lots, of, um, lots of cats. Are you a cat person? No, not at all. Okay, lots of cats. Lots I'm looking for my schnauzer. Lots of cats. Lots of okay. cats. Like more cats than anything, which is interesting because I don't think you were a cat maven compared to all the cats that I'm seeing. I'm seeing some I'm seeing some horses too. There's some mm. horses, there's some dogs, there is a schnauzer. Um there are white schnauzers and gray schnauzers. I see what I would call I don't know if it, it maybe a Scotty that looks black. Mm-hmm. Um, like a Scotty dog. I don't know if you had one of those. I see some German mm-hmm. shepherds. I see a Great Dane. Again, this is gonna be from hundreds of years, of lifetimes. Um, yeah, I see dogs, but lots of cats. Lots of cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is that normal for everyone that's on the call? Uh-huh. Is this any uh-huh. different? Nope. Okay. We all have just thousands, if not tens of thousands of spirits. And normally I'll see them when somebody's dying. Um, not that you're dying, you're not. But since you asked me to see if you had any spirits around you, I was shown the whole picture. Um, mm-hmm. Normally, if there's a, a certain spirit that you want to talk to, we just pull them in and then we'll have a mm-hmm. conversation with that individual spirit. So, but we, you know, we all have what I would say minions of people that are deceased loved ones from all Is of there our like a, a ringleader though? Is there a particular ringleader or, or chief? Not necessarily. There's a woman who normally the person who's the most involved is um, at 
the person I'm scanning's right shoulder. There's a woman at your right shoulder. I get that she's your maternal grandmother. Is your maternal mm-hmm. grandmother deceased? Yes. Okay. Um, were you close with her? I really didn't know her. I was three when she died. Okay. Well, she's around you. And she's, she would be the ringleader if I had to say there was one. Which okay. doesn't mean anything other than they're the ones that are the most involved from a, a guidance standpoint. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, thanks so much for calling in this evening. I'll, I'll answer your other question on another show, um, which Thank was you, really Julie. good. It was about pets and um, a pleasure to get to talk with you. Okay. Thank you so much. Same here. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. We have another caller and I don't know who this is, but it's a 973 area code. So hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Hello, my name is Tracy. Thanks for taking the call. I called in late. Hi, Tracy. (laughs) My name. Hello. So nice to meet you over the phone. Where are you calling us from? I'm actually calling from New Jersey. Of course you are. So you're up at the shore. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, not too far. About an hour away. Yeah, great. Well, yeah, that state's not that big. You can so, get pretty much yeah. anywhere you need to be in a short amount of time when you're in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It's not that big. So, yeah. well, did you have a question for me this evening? Um, I would like you to scan my body. I also felt a deep connection with the spiritual realm as well. And the prior call sounded interesting. I want to know more about my spirit guides and okay. anything you see around me. Okay. All right. So... Yeah, here comes my laser beam <laughs> headed up to Jersey from Sweet Home, Alabama. So it's coming up. Okay, got you. Shooting energy through. Okay. Yeah, you've got a bunch of spirit guides behind you in a horseshoe shape. And so the open ends of the horseshoe would be at both of your shoulders. There are nine spirit guides there. And just as I was mentioning to Patrice, they look like um, versions of Father Time. Are you familiar with those characters in those movies I mentioned? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh So you can picture what Father Time looks like. And um, so there are nine of them there. And we have, we all have different spirit guides that, come in and out of our lives, Tracy, depending on what we have going on. And um, for instance, you know, when we're kids, we have different things we're interested in than when we're young adults and when we're middle-aged and when we're elderly. Um, A lot of times I see these spirit guides, there'll be a correlation with what the person's career is at the moment or what they want their career to be. For instance, I have a a client in Hollywood who's in the entertainment business and works for one of the big movie companies. And his main spirit guide was the chief operating officer of one of the major studios back in the golden era of movies. And so he's always calling me and we're doing, you know, individual consults. and We're asking this guy for advice and it is just dead on. It's a riot. So, um, so that's what I get for you. You also have pets that whose spirits are there with you. You've got some humans. You've got it looks like um maternal grandparents are there and a paternal grandmother 
some great aunts, paternal. Did you have paternal great aunts that yeah. you know of? Okay. All right. They're there too. And they've got the, you know, the beauty parlor hairdos. <laughs> right. <laughs> when you think of like an Aunt B hairdo from, you know, from Opie or whatever that show was. But in the bun. Andy Griffith, the Andy Griffith show. Did you ever watch that as a kid? Those Did she wear her hair in a bun? <laughs> yeah. There's some of those. Well, someone, another medium told me that that someone came through, and that was I know who that is. With, yeah, with the bond and the uh huh. And then I, but I'm and seeing, they described her the same way, Aunt B. Yeah, kind of like an Aunt B character mm-hmm. from that era, I would say, like right. you know, the 40s or the 50s when they wore dresses all the time. You know, even those mm-hmm. older ladies, they wouldn't be cut dead wearing a pair of pants because that was just not ladylike. Um, I'm really glad we got out of that mindset. Uh, okay, so your maternal grandmother, like with Patrice, the color right before you, is at your right shoulder. So I would say she would be the one that watches over you the most mm-hmm. right now and is advising you the most. So did you have a question for her or for any of them? Um, if they just what the universe uh universal messages if I have anything that they need to tell me right now in this point in my life? Uh, okay. Well, I, I just report what I get. And what I got was stop being um, concerned with people thinking that you're acting selfish. Uh-huh. So in other words, they're, there most likely is somebody in your life that when you want to do something for yourself, that person's kind of trying to shame you and say, quit acting so selfishly or quit being so selfish Mm -hmm. because you're not doing what they want you to do. Does that resonate at all? Um, Maybe that's uh, the mindset that I have. I don't know if anyone directly tells me that, but sometimes I think you, you got to get more in a, um, a point of self-love that you should learn to yep. do more for yourself versus like doing right. for others. Right. So. But what I, but what I'm hearing from your grandmother is you're concerned about people thinking that you're acting selfish or that you're too self-centered. And she's basically saying, let that go. Cause it doesn't matter. You do what that you might need be to all do in my yourself. head. No one really tells me that, but, yeah. um, but if yeah. you had those thoughts, yeah, probably. Okay. So she's saying lose that. <laughs> and lose, but so that's says the maternal grandmother? Your maternal grandmother. Mm-hmm. And she's what saying, about health-wise? Did you scan, like, yeah, my body me, for, like, health issues? And Sure. Sure. Let me scan you real fast. We've just uh-huh. got a couple minutes left, so let me do a quick okay. scan. And the last one. See, you are, and good timing. Thank you. Um, you look exhausted to me. You look like you're not plugged into the energy source. So mm-hmm. um, are you feeling exhausted? Uh, no, not particularly. Okay, like fatigued or exhausted or... You, normally when I see somebody that looks like what you look like on my radar... I, I would like to see people look like about a 2,000-watt light bulb. You look like you're operating on about a 40-watt light bulb. Wow. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, we can 
we can spend some time. If you want to call back in or schedule a private session, we can figure out what's going on with that and get to the bottom of that. I don't have enough time this evening to oh, okay. really We're do a deep in. dive in it. But um, but that's what I'm. That's the main thing. And the energy, Tracy, always goes to where it's needed first. It's uh-huh. funny. Sometimes people will say, well, my right knee hurts and the energy will go to their left shoulder. <laughs> I'll say, okay, well, I get your right knee hurts, but there's more of an issue on your left shoulder. And right. so that that's where it went first for you, which tells me it's just low energy. Um, how old are you? 46. Okay. So are you in perimenopause yet? I get a yes. No, I'm not really feeling like I am, but <laughs> Okay. I'm getting that I'm getting that you are. So we can uh-huh. we can talk I'll more about that. Yeah. 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 When we get mm-hmm. there. Well, I just asked, when I asked the question I got a yes in my head. So I think mm-hmm. you're going into that. I think it's just hormones that that are being depleted. In the short run until we talk again, look up two books. The first one is um The Wisdom of Menopause. Mm-hmm. by Dr. Northrup, N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P. And then the second one that I want you to look up is um, is anything by Suzanne Summers, the actress. And oh, okay. she's got, she has, books. yeah, she has several books like The Sexy Years and um, I'm trying to think the name of some of her other books. But if you look up, uh, Perimenopause and Suzanne Summers, all her books will come up and grab one of those and read that. And I think I had her diet book when she survived cancer. It was like more okay. of a, um, like a vegetarian type health menu. Right, right, right. Yeah. But but anyways, please call back in and then when okay. we have more time or schedule a consult at AskJulieRyan.com and then we'll, we'll um, chat some more. Okay, okay, thank you. Thanks for calling in. Take okay, care. Have a good you. week. Okay. Bye bye. All right, everybody. We are out of time. That went fast. That was terrific with all those callers. Thanks to everybody who called in. Thanks to those of you who submitted questions online. I will get to more of those hopefully next week and or in my blog. And uh, go to AskJulieRyan.com. Schedule your consult. Get my book angelic attendance and i hope you have a terrific weekend and i hope your next week's week is even better and hope to talk to you next thursday take care everybody bye now thanks for joining us be sure to follow julie on instagram and youtube at ask julie ryan and like her on facebook at ask julie ryan to schedule an appointment or submit a question please visit askjulieryan.com This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.